Welcome to another exciting episode of the Untitled Podcast, brackets, as it currently stands, end brackets. I am your host, Peter Bradders, with one of the gang being in Mr. Woodhead. Good afternoon, Woody. Good afternoon, Peter. And how are you? Eyes is better than yesterday. Oh, that is good to hear. I am not as stuffy as I was yesterday, which is a absolute godsend because yesterday wasn't the greatest. It was awful. I couldn't breathe through my nose properly because the room was really, really stuffy. Oh, well, I am glad to hear that you are better. Well, thank you very much. So, we are going to have a slight change of format, as opposed to just winging it like we do every other episode, uh, mainly because we can never particularly think of anything uh, of note when we do these, or we just kind of forget when it comes time to it. Uh, We've actually put a bit of thought into it this week, haven't we? Yes, we have. We've actually made an effort. Yeah. Not much of an effort. But but a little bit of an effort, which may impress. Well. Probably won't, but may impress. Yeah. May definitely being the the word. Operative word, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we will very quickly touch on the news. And I know some people will be thinking, oh, we want a distraction from the news. Um, But we will try and be a bit humorous with it, at least, which is what we we try and do in our maybe ill-prepared way. Mm -hmm. Um, But I know some people enjoy listening to our ramblings on things, as opposed to us having to listen to Paul's one hour monologue last week which thankfully <laughs> didn't make it to air mainly because yes. it didn't record which yes we saved you we bonus. saved you we we effectively took the bullet for you all last week yes we did yeah multiple bullets <laughs> and tanks and missiles it was a minefield oh yeah it was it was not a. <laughs> it wasn't an enjoyable occasion. No, I'll, I'll but, but which, it was done with. So, yeah. To to which uh, Paul did message me after listening to last week's episode, and uh, said, "I didn't know that you were going to roast me on this episode." Hmm. Well, he, he is roasting. Well, he's a fan of a roast, so. Yeah. True, aren't we all? But for different reasons. And different days. Yeah, definitely different days. So, as I said, we will touch quickly on the news and then we will get into the shenanigans. That is this... whole episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is the, um, the dropped trifle of podcasts, in a sense. So... The main story 
well, there's been two stories, actually, both unfortunately involving uh, government. Uh, so we had Rishi being caught thinking he was doing his own version of the Peep Show episode, talking about something in the back of a car, but not wearing a seatbelt. And uh, I believe, and I'm sure you'll correct me, Woody, if not, lawyers will, uh, that he was stopped by the Lancaster finest. Um, well, I, I'm from what I heard, I think it was one of our officers in the area that may have issued this fixed penalty notice, but I'm not sure because it just said Lancashire Police. And Lancashire is quite a big area. So I'm not 100% sure. It's just what I've heard. Hmm. So, so Hopefully it was one of our fine uh, men and women in blue. Because yeah. that's just nice, you know. But, it makes a change to, to have some good news from the from the police. Because everything else you hear nowadays seems to be an, an absolute cluster fuck, so to speak. Yes, it is depressing. Mm. And we'll kind of leave that hanging there like uh, a pair of... Knackers. Well, I was going to say skid marked pants, but uh, we'll we'll quickly bypass that because I just thought that that was interesting, to be fair. (laughs) Um, The other one was the news that the retirement age is going up next year, I think. So, you know, yippee. Away. And I mean that in the most sarcastic of contexts. I could never have, you know, understood that you being sarcastic about your retiring age going up. I oh, know. I'm. I'm. I'm never going to retire. No, you're going to keep on going like a machine. I'm literally like Leonardo DiCaprio in Wolf of Wall Street, and I'm fucking going. <laughs> I'm fucking up. mainly because I can. <laughs> so uh, we will get on to the main meat of this pie <laughs> club. This pie, a sandwich. Uh, well, you can say pie. I'm gonna yeah, say yeah because so. we're from north. We 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 like pies. Um, I can have a pie. Oh, well, here's a question then. What's your favourite pie? Uh, uh. <laughs> okay, I'll rephrase that. What's your favourite pie that is purely food based? <laughs> um, oh, I don't know. Got a sweet one or a savoury one? That's the problem. There's two. Okay then. So Name. for savoury, probably meat and potato. I'll go with the old-fashioned meat and tatty pie. And then for a sweet pie. No, no, not the one I'm thinking of. Uh, probably apple pie. And how about you, Pete? I am a meat and potato myself. Good lad. Um, which, okay then, which pies make brand, if you will? Um, homemade for the sweet ones. Then for the savoury ones, ah, I really don't know. I thought you were um, going to say Holland, if I'm honest. No, 
No, they've 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 gone down a little bit. Uh, Pucker have come onto the scene at the minute, so I do enjoy a bit of a Pucker. Other brands are available. You know, what? I've not had a Pucker pie. Oh, I, I I've had Peter's pies and I've had Holland's and yeah, I had Puckers when they first came out or first came into the shops, and I thought they were awful, and then. Yeah, got them because they were on offer from some supermarket. I thought, oh, I'll try it again. Well, nice. A lot better for me to be able to digest with the pastry because I have problems eating pastry. Fair enough. And I can eat a pucker pie without having to suffer afterwards. A pucker pie. Pucker. So, anyway, moving on. Yes. <laughs> it's- just had some visions of you being like Homer Simpson then with the tongue dangling no, halfway down you. No, not for that kind of pie. If it had been another pie, then yeah. So, uh, we chatted, I think, last week, or, or we touched on it, which we seem to keep touching on. Yes, so one day we will get arrested. Yes, uh, and it was cartoons or TV shows along the lines of that. Uh, but it was kids well I thought kids themed tunes but Woody has gone for kids TV shows which I can still come on talking about because I am I still watch kids cartoons because they are better than anything that are on that is on TV currently so Woody if you care to give us your uh, oh well, how many have you got? I'll ask. Well, I wrote a full page down. Sweet Lord. Uh, I'll just pick some and then see where the conversation goes with that. Okay. So, top, the top of the list I have to talk about, because watching it back now, absolutely wet myself watching it, and that's Rainbow. I caught the back end of Rainbow. <laughs> Did you now? <laughs> yeah. Bet you were sore. Strangely enough, I've just looked behind me and I actually have a rainbow annual from 1991. Oh, we may need to use that for information. (laughs) So you uh, just have a little chat on rainbow and I will get the annual. So rainbow, I I didn't really catch that much of it because I was born at the back end of the 80s. So by the time... I was developing to be able to watch television. It was going into the early 90s, probably from that 90, hang on, yeah, 1991 onwards. And uh, I just absolutely loved it. Watching so, watching Zippy and George and Bungo. Zippy. Zippy. So just as uh, evidence... We have a rainbow annual from 1991. And who is on it? George, Dippy, Bungo, and I can't remember his name. So you've got uh, Ringo, Paul, George, and uh, <laughs> John. Oh, what, so. was the, what was the presenter's name? I can't remember his name. 
Jack Bray. I really can't remember his name. Jeffrey. Jeffrey, that was it. Jeffrey, Jeffrey, Jeffrey. Well, when you're talking daft like that, I can't understand you. That's how he talked. At least, at least, um, Droopy's not here with us this time. Yes, for Droopy. <laughs> so, yeah, Rainbow. Um, absolute, full of smut, innuendo. I mean, it, I mean, it's not particularly good for, for podcasting, but it's good for us to. The photo of Zippy looks very much like a centerfold kind of thing. <laughs> it does. It really, really does. Especially with his head at a tilt like that. Yeah. Zip wide open. That's its mouth, I think you'll find. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, so was... effectively it's Zippy just looking over from kind of a table, I imagine, with its hand waving and its mouth wide open. Uh, and it's them going on the on the the London Underground. Oh, I thought you can say going on the pull <laughs> from uh, <laughs> the photos. <laughs> so it's basically got. Also, how big is Zippy? Zippy wasn't that big. He was the size of somebody's hand. Bungle. Oh, it's, it's, it's the camera. It always makes you look bigger than what you are. So it looks like Zippy is about the same height as Bungle, to which Bungle was huge because he was a Over bear. Six foot tall. Uh, you can... Uh, da, da, da. Oh, Christ. So you've got jokes in this book. I will read them. As they are put out. Uh, Bungle asks George, what time is it when an elephant sits on your fence? George replies, I don't know. Half past nine? Bungle replies, time to get a new fence. Ha ha. Hmm. Oh, that's that's what Rainbow was about. It was, you know, about naffness. But when we were kids, we were just laughing at it. But Watching it back now as an adult, the amount of smut and debauchery in it and just pure filth, it is absolutely hilarious. And the, the one gag, that the one joke that just makes me laugh thinking about it was when they're peeling back a banana and then they're counting it. So they go one skin, two skin, three skin, four skin, and leave it at that. I can only count to four. I can only count to four. Um, <clears throat> so it's just as you're talking about smut and debauchery, all of a sudden they have the young <laughs> rainbow oh. fan club, which you couldn't have timed any better, Woody. Uh-huh. Uh, Bungle... <laughs> Bungle doesn't even look like Bungle in, in the actual photo. No, he looks... Ill. Yeah. That's very ill. Um, so. in how to make your indoor garden, and he's they've they've put an onion on a glass jar. All right. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Um. Mm. Um. Jeffrey's washing clothes. This is real. I'm reading this, isn't it? It's really depressing. 
We'll stop reading um, it then. <laughs> and there's a picture of uh, good old Jeffrey. Yeah, we love Jeffrey. Here's a question for you then. The big question. Oh. In a fight, who wins between Jeffrey from Rainbow and Jeffrey the giraffe from Toys, Toys R Us? Well, it's going to be Jeffrey the giraffe. He's got a long he neck. He's got the. He's he's probably got the reach. He's got the height That's... advantage. He's got everything, and he's got the horns. He does. He does have that. So I uh, I definitely vote for uh, Jeffrey the giraffe anytime. Oh, definitely. Other giraffes are available, but we love Jeffrey. To, to which the the funniest incidents I've seen of Jeffrey the giraffe happened in Germany during an ice hockey game. Oh, a uh, intermission break, I should say, um, where they had someone dressed as obviously the giraffe, or had the suit on. And they had four kids with crash helmets, or bicycle helmets at least. Thank God, when I tell you this story, they were wearing them. Uh, they also had like elbow pads, knee pads. And you, so you had, imagine this if you can. So the centre of the, the eye surface, or the red line that's... Or, or, Imagine, say, the the centre or the halfway line. They had four kids on, um, like, pedal bike, but, like, go-kart things. Right. And you had, at the back, the bloke dressed as Jeffrey the giraffe. And the whole thing was they had to do a lap around these cones that went from one end of the rink to the other end. Okay. So, so this is about the size of like the Manchester Arena, like the ice surface we're talking about. Okay. So uh, they started the race, obviously. To which, if you was, oh, let me put it this way: if you was Jeffrey the giraffe, how do you think you would go about racing the kids? If I was Jeffrey, I'd go down on all fours and then gallop. Yes, but if you're in the if you're put in the position of being in a cart yourself, you'd go out trying to or you'd try and make out as if you was going to win, but then you'd purposely lose to a, a, a child, wouldn't you? Not me personally, no. I don't okay. like being beat. But yeah, okay. no, no, I don't you were given yeah. the, the job of it. Yeah, the principle Come on, of it. Yeah. Work with me. yeah, yeah, the principle of it. Yeah, I'd let the kids win. Yes. Well, obviously, this person must have been you in disguise. Because um, he started a, a certain way back. And he, whether he meant to or not, gave a little kind of, thought he was in Ben Hur. So he gave a little kick out to one cart uh, went past the next one and when coming up to the line he kicked the one that was out in front and it almost overturned and did a flip with the kids still in <laughs> and saw Jeffrey crossing the, the line in first 
Still, still makes me laugh to this day. <laughs> oh, the the only other time I've laughed again was at the the hockey, and that was in uh, the Czech Republic, where a woman won a competition to win a car and a holiday, uh, where they did the get the puck through the hole. So it's effectively they have like the the pucks. That use in ice hockey, they put it on the halfway line, you get given a stick, and you try and push the puck through a hole in the wall, and then you win a prize. This woman had done it, started celebrating. Um, so she'd won a car and like a 10 day holiday or something like that, and she had completely forgot she was on ice and she slipped on a backside. Yeah. <laughs> but she still enjoyed herself because well, she's yeah. the real winner. She was getting a car and she was getting a holiday. Yeah, of course. She's just won a larder. And she's Happy. got she got ten days in Bogner Regis. <laughs> and the thing that made it even funnier was the mascot of the team decided to <laughs> go lay on the floor as well, celebrating, almost mimicking what she was doing. Uh, uh, which, you know, was pretty funny. Uh, I bet it was. Um, so, uh, we've kind of slightly come come away from what we were talking about. In a, yes, we have. In, in, in a sense. We've done a poll. Um, yes, well, thankfully I only talk about 10 minute per, per topic normally yes. <laughs> um but your next choice of cartoons if you will please well not necessarily cartoons but well, just cartoon shows. children yeah so sesame street massive sesame street i love sesame street because i love I... the muppets and then you know same person jim henson did sesame street and i thought it was absolutely just Magical. I could watch Sesame Street, but I wasn't a massive fan. Oh, Peter. Well, I, I was more of a Play Days kind of guy. Oh, yeah, that's on the list as well, Play Days. Oh, good. But, uh, um, no, but uh, Sesame Street, I just loved it. I love Grouch, because that was me. Well, I am Grouch nowadays. You still are. But, and the Cookie Monster. Cookie Monster was absolutely just hilarious. Cookie! You know, just thing, and then the count, Give which and the count you had to say rather ah ah, ah yeah ah, but to say his name ah. though you had to be very careful. So and then Big Bird and um, uh, Eric, Eric, Eric and uh, Ernie, Eric and Ernie. I don't know. Yeah, Bert and Ernie. Hello, Bert and Ernie. Hello, Ernie. Hello, Bert. Hello, Bert. Hello, bird. Hello, worry. You know, it was like... That is more like Kermit, actually. Yeah, though. Kermit the Frog on a stroke. <laughs> so, Jeez. yeah, Sesame Street. I, I, yes, I did find that as an educational programme. I was going to say, I did briefly mention, reference it earlier. Do you know the, uh, the Drowning Pool song, uh, Bodies? Let, yeah, Let the Bodies Hit the Floor, yeah. Have you ever heard... The kind of the puppet version of uh, bodies. No, is oh. this to do with the Muppets? It's 
the the Muppets doing it. It's not fully the Muppets, but they do have the count, so to speak, in it. (laughs) So it's almost like a cheap version, a knockoff (laughs) version. Um, But if anyone hasn't, uh, if anyone does like that song, or if they do like parodies, I definitely recommend you to uh, to check out what's it, Psycho Stick, and uh, the song Numbers brackets. I can only count to four <laughs> because it is hilarious. It is on my Spotify list. That's how good it is. Wow. Yeah, and I'll play it you later because I think okay. you'll you'll probably like it. Okay. So, um, next was Blaze Ghoul. I'm trying to think Play School. Yeah, they, they started coming on the bus. And it, they had that Mr. Wibble Wobble Math. Play Days. Play School, Play Days. Play Days, yes, Play Days. Yeah. Play School. What was Play School then? Play School was a a similar version. Well, I think it was the ITV version of oh, Play right, Days. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's me getting I, confused. I think I watched Play School as well for a certain time. Yeah, I probably watched. I probably got confused. Thought, all right, I'll turn it on and got the wrong channel. So I'm yeah, Play to... Days. Yeah, yeah, that was that was thing. I mean, I mean, touching briefly back on, I think it was Play School. I could be completely wrong. Uh, but it used to have a, a cat and a dog, which really annoyed me. What the name of him was, um, where. Because I'm sure it was the people that were behind, like the likes of Rosie and Jim, and along the lines of that, where you always knew it was going to be the rule of three on things. So it's like, is it this? No. Is it this? No. And then the, it was like, what's the shape? And it was like a triangular thing. Hmm. And it would be like, is this it? And it'll be like a circle. And it'd be now, and they'd pick up like a rhombus or something. I mean, now, and then they'd pick up a triangle and be, yes. <laughs> well, I don't to think I, we... to I can blame, but I do enjoy that. I, I was an avid watcher of that. Yeah, but I don't think we did watch Play School because it finished in 1988 and it started in 1964. Play School. Oh, so I've got the wrong thing, and it was an egg. Like a cuddly toy egg was their like mascot. I'm, I'll need to double check what show it was I watched then. Um, was but it yeah, play, play. It could have been play. Was it Playhouse? Well, I've got no uh, Funhouse. I've got Funhouse to come. I've got Funhouse with uh, with Pat Pat Sharp. Yeah, yeah. but with uh, Play Days, to which I'm just trying to bring up now. So you just give us your uh, memories of play days while I... Well, all I can remember is, you know, obviously this, this started on the bus. Um, and then that Mr. Wibble Wallman. Ride up and ride on Rosie. Ooh, That's the uh, only song I can ever remember about that. You filthy. Ride up and ride on Rosie. She spin you around and around. Something, something, something. And something. The magical musical merry go round. Yeah. No. There you just... go. So I've I've just gone on Wikipedia. Right. 
and it says the bus stop for different days. So Monday you had the Y bird. Okay. Which I used to like the Y bird. Uh, the playground stop had oh, yeah, legend. The legend that was uh, Dave Benson Phillips, who is yeah back fame. Absolute amazing. Uh, Wednesday you had the dot stop, which changed in '92 and went to the roundabout stop, mm. um, which. Um, it says later replaced by the roundabout stop presented by Mr. Jolly, who maintained a fairground carousel called Rosie. Oh, right. So I'm not going mad. Then you had the Pat Shop on Thursdays, the tent stop on Fridays up to 95, which was then replaced. From 95 to 97 with the poppy stop. Oh, right. oh so, interesting. The more you know. Right. Um, so I'm going to say this, and I don't know whether this is going to sound unkind or if people can see my skewed kind of take on this. Can you remember what the Y bird looked like? No, not a chance I can remember that. So, that's the Y bird. Oh, hang on, I've lost you. I have lost you. I'll come back. Come back. Technology, I'm useless. Oh, yeah. All right, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that now, yeah. Don't you think it has a slight look of Miriam Margolis? No, I thought it was an England supporter. I, I, it just has this slight look of finger for some reason. I don't know why. Again, that's what I think, personally. But, uh, yes, would it quickly take us to the, the next one? Yes, moving on. Um, yeah. Blue Peter, been a staple oh, of British, too early. British, British TV. Um, yeah, I'm talking about you, Pete. Um, but Blue Peter, been on since the 60s. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Because I was fortunate enough to have the episode, the most famous episode of all time, where they made Tracy Island. Going through that phase of Tracy Island. And I tried to make it, and it failed horrifically. Yeah, I remember we tried to do it. And then, as uh, I remember, because I was that upset, because I'd Desperately wanted Tracy Island because I love Thunderbirds because that's another one on the list. Um, my gran went and went across the country hunting to get me the the Tracy Island set from Thunderbirds. She ended up getting it from Bournemouth when she was on holiday and bringing it back with her. And then I was absolutely made up. I think it was for Christmas or something. And I yeah Played loved it. You played with no. it for five days, never used it again. No, I played for it for years. You still do, Woody. Uh, well, it's disappeared. It's, it's gone up in the attic probably somewhere, but... Yeah, if it was in mint condition, it'd be worth an absolute fortune, no doubt. <laughs> but yeah, so, Blue Peter. Because the, the host that I had was Katie Hill. 
legend. Yeah. I remember um, I think she was the one of the last ones that I used to watch. Yeah. And then there was uh, Richard Bacon. He, I'd stopped watching by then. Uh, there was Connie Hook. Yep. There was uh, another she bloke. Was there for a, she was there for a bit. Yeah, she was there for a long time, yeah. Um, and then there was another la- another bloke. He had blonde hair, and I can't remember his name. I think he was called Stuart. Possibly. Stuart Miles. Possibly. Could have been that. The name, I remember Stuart, I'm sure he was called Stuart Miles. Um... And I can't remember because there was other people that came in in and out Tim at Vincent times. Was yeah, that was it. Tim Vincent. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, uh, that was uh, it. You had Diane. Oh, uh, yeah, Diane. Oh no, I can't think of a surname. I know that's what I'm. You had Anthea Turner. Uh, yeah, she was on it when I was watching. Right. So you got Katie Hill, uh, Yvette Field, Diane Louise Jordan. That was it, yes, yes, yes. Stuart Miles, it was. Stuart. Yeah, it was Stuart Miles, yeah. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, so you had... Yvette Fielding. No, I didn't, I didn't remember her much. Um, it was only when, like, obviously she got her big TV fame looking for imaginary things. And then you had John Leslie, who... Oh I, yeah, family. John, Le- John Leslie yeah. was Queen of Fortune. I still say he was the best presenter that I saw, probably barring Tim Vincent and Stuart at that time. No, Katie Hill. And Katie I watched Hill. it. Katie Hill, male. Um, yeah, probably. Mm. And then he goes on to do Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, which was Wheel of Fortune. Brilliant show. But no, Blue Peter just saying got me, got me, uh, got me through the days after school and stuff. Get home to watch Blue Peter. So, so. I, I've I've got a question for you now. Okie dokie. Have you got one on there that you can talk a good minute on? Well, Blue Peter episode. Uh, that are a different show. I can talk about a different show because the only N- thing mainly because Blue... I, I want to just nip down and get me uh, my cup of tea. Yeah, yeah, no worries. I can so, talk uh, amongst myself. So you, you just uh, discuss that while I get my drink. Yes, of course. So, yeah, Blue Peter, the days of the milk bottle tops. But you have to go and collect furiously around your house, around family's house, grandparents and siblings and Going around the neighbours to go and get the for the milk bottle um, charity thing that they were appealing for. Absolute, just there was yeah. a few of them. Yeah, the milk bottle. The milk bottle. I want the milk bottle. Yeah, change, but yeah it was, I remember milk bottle and then cans. They did cans as well. We had to go and get go and collect all these cans, crush them up, and then send them off. Where I remember at primary school where it was just absolute thing. You were told to basically go and rob um, everybody for cans. Because uh, the more cans that uh, an individual school would send, they would get, you know, more of a mention, or then we'd get the Blue Peter badges and stuff like that. But, God, primary school, it was like, oh, it was absolute brutal. The, the teachers were thing about it. 
Oh, God, it was... Yeah, no, it was quite savage. Because you had the time capsules as well. Yes, yes, the, the burial of the time capsules and stuff. I think we did one at school. I think we did one at primary school. Because it you opened might... in 92, I think we did one. I'm just imagining, what if you did a time capsule? Then, say, the, the school got knocked down or whatever, and they paved, <laughs> they paved over it. Well, it's going to literally do what it says in the tin and be a capsule of yeah. time. But yeah, no. But it's not playing to your rules. No, it's not, no. So, uh, what is... Well, we'll go for another three. So, uh, what's your third from last choice? What, to pick a thing to talk about? Well, from your, car, from your list... Unless, oh, well, 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 going through to... your list, mm-hmm. pick three. OK. But then we'll talk about the next two. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll kind of just do like a top ten list, so to speak, of oh, what, right, okay. what's left. And then we'll come to the final one. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I'm just going <clears> to <throat> have to throw in uh, Art Attack. Oh, yes. Neil Buchanan. With Neil Buchanan. Oh, no, wasn't... Uh, Yes, I was yeah. confusing it with... Uh, yeah, that was IT, CITV. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Neil Buchanan and his red top, red jumper. Um, yeah, that was a brilliant thing. Never did any of the things on it. Yeah. Because it always I, had to have things that I didn't have, like PVA glue or poster paint. This is an art attack. That's an yeah. art attack. This is art attack. It was absolute. Oh, I loved it. Absolutely loved Art Attack. And then at the end, when he did his big Art Attack, from, yes. from nothing, he'd just go to wherever, use all the, all the stuff that's nearby, and then you see it gradually thing, and then it absolutely brilliant. My mum loved that show as well. Yeah. And she loved it, especially at the ending with his big Art Attacks. Yeah. Absolutely. Fair, that was always the big, big ending to every... It makes me think now, if you did that outside, I mean, outside, n- no one did anything. No. Whereas if you tried to do that now, you'd probably have like kids just jump over and move the items and kick off and everything. Oh, yeah, you'd have that. You'd have dogs, you know, doing the business on there. You'd have people just wandering in, yeah. going, oh, freebies. Yeah. And nicking it. But Because um, you used to have the, the head in the art gallery as well. Yes, head, yeah. Yeah, I was trying to think if it had a name, but I thought, oh, it's just Head, was it? It was just called Head. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I used to like that. Yeah, it was uh, it was a brilliant one. And then there was uh, one before it, or it was linked in somehow, and it was called Zap. Oh, I used to watch Zap really. And it had the multi-board Religious. with the different characters. Because it was... Uh, it was Neil Buchanan it, was the painter on it. It was supposed to be... A take on like a kid's comic book. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. like the the um TV version of like the Beano or the Dandy or something, you know, different characters on each time. But yeah, Neil Buchanan was on that as the painter, the guy with the mustache and the the beret and the big Because it used to be um Cuthbert Lily, he's so silly. Yes. Which I was then... never a, really a I never really liked other than when he used to fit. <laughs> finish that section um then it used to go to 
Oh. Then they, they, you had the hands. Yeah, the handymen. Yeah, the handymen. They do all Which, the. It was called the handymen. Yeah, it was. From memory, it was a woman that used to do the all the. That was the main hands that used to wear the yellow and the blue glove. Oh, I I don't know because like you can I say. googled it years ago. Oh right. And then you had Artie. Yeah, that was Neil Buchanan. Yeah, the French one. Yeah, and then you had that woman with the yellow and black striped jumper. Daisy. Who had... Daisy, that was it, yeah. I used to like Daisy. Oh, I bet you did. Scottish as well. Um, she did, yeah. She did have a look of a... Daisy Dares You was that. That's it, Daisy Dares You, yeah, yeah. She did have a look of uh, of, uh, of a cranky. That always used to be the thing. Yeah. It, oh, it was always ridiculous as well when you, at the when you were a kid and you watch it, you don't think much of it. It's just entertaining. Then when you watch it a, a bit of an adult, <laughs> and I mean a bit, you end up seeing it thinking, this is quite <laughs> crap. But at the same time, you still watch it. Oh yeah, of course, religiously. Because it'd have basically like her whistling, and you'd have like six kids come over, and all of a sudden it'd be a case of um, what was it walking around cones with a tray of water, takes a sip and puts it down, and all the kids are just going easy, easy, and then all of a sudden it'd be like, but you. Bound by rope. Yeah, or you got a round your hand over you, and stuff you've got like to that. Shuffle between or blindfolded or something like that. Yeah. And then, and then all of a sudden it'd be, oh no! <laughs> and it always resulted in it being in a swimming baths. Yes, yeah, it did. Oh, yeah, every or, single time. Yeah, there was swimming baths, or just in an in a in an empty field. Yeah, it's like. We want you to move this cow around a field. Easy, easy. Yeah, but you've got to do it in a local swimming baths yes. where you can't turn. And the cow's got uh, boots made of made of concrete. Yeah, and it's got IBS as well. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So, and another one, another one that is. Yeah. <laughs> that was the thing as well. Just finishing on that bit. You know how you always used to know it, the kids won. When you used to watch that particular, whether it was that one or Mission Impossible or whatever it was, the version of it, the one that happened, I think, afterwards, um, it'd always say, it'd always start with first up, then next up, and then it'd say, and finally. And then you'd have like the final kid lose, and immediately that was. You instantly knew they'd lost anyway. But then you'd have one where like, it'd show everyone fail miserably. And then one person, had, had, the screen would freeze, pan to the next one, and it'd say, but then. And immediately once you saw, but then, you knew full well that <laughs> someone had actually completed the task. Yeah. <laughs> And then it'd have all the kids cheering and her just going, meh, 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 yeah. putting her thumbs down and everything. See, kids <laughs> TV. I oh, know, it was so simple. It yeah. was, you know, it was daft. 
to look back crap, on it now. It's good crap. But yeah, and then speaking of of good, uh, Chuckle Vision. You know with, with the Chuckle Brothers, I absolutely that. adore the Chuckle Brothers. Absolutely adore them. From me. To me. To you. From me. From you. Oh, did you okay. loved, loved that. Oh, really, dear. really did. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. <laughs> I'm Paul here. <laughs> Where are you from, man? <laughs> It just it just made me think then the me, me one one time I remember my dad caught watching it and I remember watching it as a kid and it just had him going oh dear oh dear oh dear and my dad just went yeah oh dear who's put this crap on <laughs> yeah they're from Rotherham mate they're from Rotherham I think oh yes the huge Rotherham fans oh yeah so yeah, yeah. but that that was just I loved it yeah. And it had like a, a pretty rememberable theme tune to it. Chuckle, chuckle, virgin. Yeah, exactly. Virgin. It was just something simple, you. but you'd Bam. end up, you know, thinking it to yourself, either humming it to yourself or just saying it out loud. But yeah, they're absolute legends of children's television, especially. And pantomime. It, I saw it, them in pantomime. Go on. At the Preston Guildhall. Uh, I can't remember what the pantomime was, but yeah. I was absolutely just, oh, my little eyes lit up and everything. That was just absolutely brilliant. And another time, I think it was a Preston Guildhall again, it was um, Orville. Keith Harris and Orville. I wish I could fly around. I can't. But you can. I can't. Um, And Chuckles. Chuckles made an actual appearance as well. Oh, that was brilliant as well. Cuddles. Chuckles. Oh. Oh, right. The orangutan. I I thought he was called Cuddles. No, Chuckles. I thought. I hate that duck. Yeah. yeah. Stuff like that. I can't remember how it spoke. Doing pantomime, that was brilliant. And he sang the song as well. Oh, jeez. I wish I could fly. Or I took to the sky, but I can't. You can. I can't. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, so. And then. <clears throat> I don't know what else to talk about. I've got that going in my head now. I was, um, strangely enough, a couple of weeks ago, I was watching uh, Nevermind the Buzzcocks Christmas special from 99. Right. And it had them on because we were talking about which song crap the album charts in the uk <laughs> and it was orville <laughs> well they did another one number i think it was like 89 or 98 in the charts yeah they did do another one and i, I <laughs> they should have stopped at one well no because that was just keith and orville but then chuckles got involved and i can't remember what that one was but i do remember them because i i remember having well, i don't think i had it but i remember there being a record and a vinyl record of their song. It had Keith, yeah, Keith and Orville on the front and on the back. Uh, yeah. And there was an actual record. I think it was a, a 45, so that's a smaller one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, they had, a, they, had a, they had a few songs, actually, but another, a second one did make it into the charts and positive. <clears throat> so, yeah. 
God bless um, them. What's another one? Um, well, I was thinking of Newsround with John Craven because that's the only way I would watch the news and learn about stuff. I was going to say, was there not one that's on the news now that was in it before? Oh, there's someone that's on the news now that I think was on Newsround years ago. Oh, I, that's I don't know. I only remember John, John Craven. I am positive that there was a female, there's a female present newsreader now, or was. And I'm sure she was in it in the 90s. And I don't remember that. I Like I say, I just remember John Craven um, doing it. And that was the only way that I'd, uh, I'd listen to the news because um, the only time that I did have to, I actually have to watch the news when I was around at my grandparents. And then six o'clock came, straight onto the Beeb, Beeb one for the six o'clock news. And uh, occasionally I'd tune in for ITN. But I, you know, ten o'clock news on on ITV for Trevor McDonald. Good, day. Good evening. That was droopy then. <laughs> I was trying to remember how he sounded, and then I thought that's not it, and I gave posh. Up. <laughs> he sounded posh. He was high TV news presenter speak. No, oh, it was Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, Good evening. <laughs> so yeah, but news round though. It, <clears throat> quarter past five. I remember that. I remember what I used to go home. Uh, and then I think he, I'm trying to think if I used to go home, then go to m- m- my grandparents. And then my mum would come back from work. She'd pick us up and then we'd go back home. Because uh, we only lived around the corner from me, my grandparents. Yeah. On, on my dad's side. Um but I always used to remember, like, my grandma loved Newsround religiously. Yeah. <clears throat> it was. It was just one of those things. It was. It had the right audience because it, it was to appeal to, to children, to, to give them, you know, a thing about the news. You know, you didn't, oh, didn't digest it, you didn't understand, but it was a, a concept, you know, and it, I think it started, oh, God, I think it started in the 70s, I think, 72 or something. I know it I used think to be it, followed by Biker Grove, I remember that. Um, well, I remember Home of the Way, and not Home of the Way. Neighbours kicking on afterwards at times, after it. Because I think it used to come on at 5.15. I know, it would have, no. I think it I think was it quarter been, past five. I think it came at quarter past five, and then there'd be something else, and then it'd be... It could have been a case of it was Biker Grove, and then it, then it finished, and then... It would be neighbours. Yeah. I think. So I'm not fully sure. I always remember like the five or six o'clock hour was like neighbours at five or neighbours at half five or something like that. Home away yeah. was on at six. Something like that. Yeah, it was something yeah. along the lines of that. I always remember my mum recording both. So I'm just looking at the presenters because, oh no, I didn't it... watch it with John Craven then. No, John Craven was. Um... He stopped in '89. So who did I watch it with? Oh, Krishnan Guru Murthy was in it. Channel Four news presenter. 
But he was on it, 91 to 94. Julie Etchingham. That's 90, her. Yeah, yeah, she was thing. So, but who did I watch it with then? Parents? No, I mean, like, the presenter. So, looking at the 90s, so Krishnan. Um, Vaguely remember him doing it. Yeah, 91 to Julie 94. was the one that I always remember. There was, yeah, Julie, Julie there was, was 94 to 98. There was a bloke from 91 to 92 called Paul Walsh. Don't know who that is. That could be who I'm thinking. Uh, Chris Rogers, 94 to 99. So it might have been him then. And then Chris Kate, Kate, oh, I thought it's a gerbil then. Kate Gerbel. You know, I'm used to trying to pronounce words like that. I don't, yeah, she did it for 97 to 01, so, and after that, nobody worth talking about who did it, because I don't know any of them. I said, did you say Chris Rogers, or, or Steve Rogers? No, I didn't talk about Captain America. Uh, Chris uh, Rogers, 94 to 99. Fair enough. I don't know. So, I thought it was John Craven I watched. No. Wow. He might have, unless he did it for a short time. No, no, he, honestly, he just did it. According to that, he did it just at 89, and that was it. Yeah. So, anyway. So, um, what have you got that's. Well, save one, and then just go down what you have written. Oh, well, I don't know. I'll just. Oh, do you want uh, to some and then we'll come back to them another time? Well, it was just uh, Pat Sharp. Funhouse. With Funhouse. Yeah. Was there a wacky warehouse or am I getting confused? No, there was. I think you're confusing. Are you confusing the one that used to have uh, Neil Buchanan do it? Possibly. But yeah, the one with Pat Sharp in the Funhouse, I remember that. Because it used to be fun house, and then there was one where you'd go all around a house, which was finders keepers. That's it, finders keepers. Yeah, yeah. And then, strangely enough, another callback to something else we touch on. Jet used to be in one of the later in the later series. Yes, as a co-presenter. Yes, yes. There we go. We can always bring it round to gladiators. Yes. Yeah. Find, yeah. Finders keepers. Yeah. I always wanted to go on that. I, I wanted to do that in fun house. The fun house. The fun house was schools, wasn't it? Uh, there, was a, there was a team on there. Like yeah, it was teams on because he had. The, I remember the go karts. Yeah, I used. I think that was the main thing I wanted to do. The go karts. Yeah, <laughs> and go through that big roller. Yes. I did that, and then yeah. get the 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 tag. Just don't. That's you. That's yeah. when you used to know you got the top prize. Yeah. God, yeah. Pass out though. That's the thing that always. Maybe it was just me at the time, but they'd say, if you want to know what... Oh, actually, I tell a lie. I was going to say, they never told you where the prize was, did they? Which one to... They said, to, oh, you'll win an ex, like a, a year off school or whatever it is. If you find... Was it? If you go in this section. Yeah. And they, ne they didn't actually tell you it. They just used to say, this is where the prize is. And then it'd zoom into it. Because you always say, why didn't you just go there straight away and get the big prize? <laughs> but then thinking about it, they never actually told you. No. You just no, saw it on the screen. Yeah. <clears throat> Good times. I, I liked Funhouse. Yeah, I did. Pat, and Pat Sharp to have a singing career as well. Oh, um, 
That was 1989. Yep, go on, uh, go on. Get the song, get the song. I haven't stopped dancing yet. That's not the one I was thinking of. Oh, what other ones there was? He did use it up and wear it out. No, I'd never have got that one. All oh, right, that's the one I remember the most of Pasha Art. But he no. did a few novelty, uh, novelty hits. Only because I recall my sister had one of the... This this is one for like really like kids of the the eight, say late eighties. Um, the Hits Factory VHS videos. Oh, I remember seeing them. Was it Stock Aitken and Waterman? So it was all basically them. So it was like the the Simon Cowell of the eighties, effectively, like early nineties. Uh. And they had Pat Sharp and another bloke that I can't remember. And they sung, I haven't stopped dancing yet. To which Pat Sharp was wearing a, can only be described as other than having his trademark mullet. He had a cowboy jacket or like a, like a coat with loads of like. The tassels. Yeah, yeah, it was like a brown one, wasn't it? Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. like a fawny kind of jacket, and just dancing around in a club. <laughs> so you've got all these that are like I don't know, sixteen to twenty or whatever. I mean, I, d- I can't remember how old he was, but it just looked so out of place having these two blokes with like everyone else dancing. <laughs> it was the only way I can describe it was like Russ Abbott and atmosphere. Oh, Russ Abbott. God bless Russ Abbott. Mm. <clears throat> to which I I find myself watching that music video and laughing so <laughs> Not for the comedy, just because it looks it looks it, so out of place, like they've said to him, Oh yeah, we've we'll put you in this room and he's singing along and people are thinking, Who's this? Who's this? <laughs> God bless the eighties. Yes. And children's morning television as well. Saturday morning television. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I, um, oh, God, what was it? I, I, live in kicking for me. So, for me, I caught the back end of going live with Philip Schofield and Sarah Green and, yes, not to forget, Gordon the Gopher. Yes, squeaky. To which, for years, we had a cassette of when the Turtles movie came out. What Ninja Turtles? When the when the Ninja Turtles film came out, oh. my I take it my sister recorded going live, and it was just as that film had come out. Oh right, I, I kind of remember the back end of that, but then I remember live and kicking more yeah. with so, uh, Jamie Feakston and Zoe Ball. Oh, you caught the really like ninety six, ninety seven time. Because I'm that much of a nerd, I can remember the ones they had in in the middle of them as well. I probably I probably will remember. It's just trying to drag it out of my head. So because I am a nerd on these things, you had from my recollection. So you had the likes of uh, going live. Yeah. Uh, then you had for a summer kind of time you had uh, 8.15 from Manchester with Andy Crane 
No, the, don't the know that theme one. tune was dreadful. <clears throat> Dre- I will see if I can dig it out and send it to you. Um, right. it, it's one of those really hidden Saturday morning shows. Right. Um, then you had Live and Kicking. Yes. Or, the, or you may have had a couple before then. Um, but you had, as I said, Live and Kicking, where it was Andy Peters... Emma Fox. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And Sandy Peters, yes. Tom and John Barrowman. John Barrowman was on that? Yep. Because he then went off to do uh, musicals. Because he did oh. uh, Sunset Boulevard from Recollection. I don't remember. I remember Andy Peters because thing. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, Andy Peters, oh, Emma, Forbes, Emma Forbes, John Barrowman. And then when the I think they carried on, is. and then Barrowman left. Mm. Um, and then I think it saw Feakston and Zoe oh, Ball take yeah. over. And I think someone else took over as well. And then it kind of died. Um, but during that time as well, you had a, a weird show, but I, I mean, my mum and me still reference it from time to time uh, and it was called Parallel 9 never heard of and it was a caravan that was in the middle of like nowhere and it used to have I can't remember who the, the presenter was the human but it had a, <laughs> it's so bad thinking about it it was so they used to come up into the, the the camper van or the whatever it was uh, the the whatever and then there were these uh, tassels and um, how can I put it like a like a butcher's thing but all tassels like things to keep fly flies out like the, you know what I'm talking about don't you on doors. Oh, God, those, yeah, those yeah. bloody horrible things. But it was things. like tinsel, basically. <clears throat> so they had to zap the hand, and then they went through this, and they were transported to Parallel 9, uh, to which they were met by, I think it was someone else, and the, it wasn't animated, it was a puppet. Yes. And it was uh, Brian the Dinosaur. Right. And his catchphrase was cup of tea. <laughs> and be- and he was supposedly from Rotherham. All right. So every time uh, when we'll we'll we have a like a cup of tea, my mum will reference it from time to time and just go cup of tea. Because <laughs> it's all it used to say. It was just a running joke that went on for years. And it still does, thank God. Well, I've just uh, gone on to it now to thing and some of the celebrity guests that they had they had the Minogue sisters mm. right said Fred yeah uh, Frank Bruno oh, what's this on live and kicking no on that parallel thing oh well known uh, Jason Donovan yeah and Sylvia Anderson oh yeah I remember Sylvia An- uh, Anderson going on it um, there was one there was one person there was a female presenter from memory I don't know if you can find out who it was. Lucinda, there's a Lucinda Cowden. It could be that. Um, 
Um, but she Ellen Atkins to... or mm-hmm. Jenny Bolt? I don't know. Bolt rings a bell, but she used to have the female have a little chat with him, interview him. Then yeah. they'd zap the hand and they'd go into Parallel 9 or whatever it was. Um, and there was one time where they had a, like a, a celeb saying, oh, I'll do your job for you or whatever. So it was yeah. like a top sing. It could have been Jason Donovan or something like that. So he zapped his hand, he sent him through. And she came back, she went, where is he, where is he? And she went, oh, I've just sent him through. He went, oh, that's my job. I'm supposed to have done that. Hmm. Um, and then they'd all come back again and then just leave, which... <laughs> it's it's one of those things. It was the, it was the 90s. Yeah. Probably the best place for it to stay, but it's it's enjoyable to... It's in, enjoyable to reminisce, but watching it back is probably going to be rough. Yes. Yeah. Because it, it always used to play one... I'm sounding like Paul because I'm taking over. Um, <clears throat> but there was one show it always used to show, whether it was that or other things. And it began with R. Mostly R. R? Uh... Yeah. I can give you a clue. Oh, please. Uh, one of them had a big, massive red jumper on with B in yellow. Um, it was called The Something. Red jumper with an E. B. For B for B. B, B, B. Yeah. Uh, no, I vaguely remember that. I, re- you, yeah, I remember you the know jumper, it. Yeah, you definitely know it. He he had a friend that was pink, droopy nose. No. His oh, his dad was called Cyril. Oh, um, oh, you, uh, yes, I know what you mean. I can't think of the the the, the raccoons. Yeah, that's the, that's the, the raccoons, yeah. Always, oh, yeah. every Saturday. Yes, yes, the raccoons, yeah. So actually, yeah. I, I have the theme on my <laughs> on my phone. Oh, uh, that was a brilliant song as well. Yeah, it's uh, Lisa Roughhead with Run With Us. Yeah, Run With Us. And Canadian. that's, she was, I think she was Canadian. Yeah. And that's the only that. song that she's, she's, she's ever had, but it never made it. You know, into that, into the UK charts, I don't think, and stuff. But it's a brilliant song. I don't think she released it over here. No, that's what I'm saying. It should have been. It should have been it, done. Oh yeah, because loads of people love the song. Yeah, absolutely brilliant song, and it's not like a kids' song either. Because it's the thing as well. If you watch the music video, if you can, <clears throat> it actually shows things from the raccoons in it. Yeah, yes, I've seen it. It wasn't on... particularly for that, really. But no. they do reference it in the music video. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that on YouTube. Yeah. Ter- some terrible choreography in it, but was the 80s. Yeah, God, the raccoons, yeah, Bert. Bert. You, you had Bert. You had the... <clears throat> You had the two other raccoons. Yeah, it was the, his sister or something, wasn't it? And then the other bloke. Mm. You had the sheepdog, the English, yeah. old English sheepdog, and his little one. Yep. 
Then you had the pinky things. Yeah. That was uh, his. He had one that was his best friend. Um, Cecil. Yes, yeah, Cecil, yeah. Cecil? Yeah. Se- we called him Cecil, but they called him Cecil. Yeah. And then you had the dad. Cheryl, Cheryl. And then you had the three little yeah. pigs. Yeah. <clears throat> which were like the, the slaves. They did everything. <laughs> Minions. Minions, that's the word. Um, <clears throat> oh. Cheryl, Cheryl. Every time you have a sorcerer scenario, I thought you've got such a bad. <laughs> you've got a bad <laughs> chest, you've got a sore throat. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was all smoking cigars, wasn't he? Oh, that's true. You know what? You know what? The thing that gets me thinking about that now. So you had the controversy, didn't you, in the 80s and 90s of the turtles? Of the fact that they could not use the word ninja. Not over here, they couldn't. No. Yeah. We were the only country that. I, f- I think we were the only country, but that being the UK, that would not use the term ninja. No. And we didn't use the full uh, intro video either <clears throat> because of uh, nunchucks being used. Yeah. Because nunchucks are outlawed or prohibited over here. Yeah. So it's like you can't use nunchucks, but you can easily have them having a bloke with like loads of blades hanging out and Leonardo with his like. I was, I was going to say Catania's, but I don't know if they were Catania's. Leonardo had a sword. It was Donatello who had the, the stick. Yeah, crossbow. Raphael had the uh, size. Yeah. The little dagger things. Yeah. And then uh, Michelangelo had the nunchucks. Yeah. Because <clears throat> you had that. How is smoking on a kid's show not bad c- compared to, like, weapons? Well, that was the thing, though, because of the, the um, tobacco advertising thing. Because a lot of tobacco companies backed things like that. And advertisement wasn't... Because, like, nowadays, you do not see anything advertising tobacco products. But yeah. back then, it was, you know, it wasn't under any sort of uh, watchdog or um, uh, board to, to oversee it sort of thing. So, yeah, the depiction of tobacco products in kids' shows... They got away with it because it was not monitored whatsoever. And obviously things changed going into the back end of the 90s. Yeah, about 90, I think it was 99, 2000 where it changed. Yeah, things like, yeah. it was, And then like the uh, drinking as well. Yeah. Because uh, uh-huh. the raccoons, he was always having a scotch <laughs> or brandy or something, you know. And Could have been having a Welsh. Could have been having a Welsh. But nowadays... Nothing no. like that. It's like Tom and Jerry. All the Tom and Jerry that gets all the violence edited out. You don't actually see them hitting each other and, and doing all the silliness that they did. Absolutely what? ridiculous. Tom and Jerry had no um, sort of impact on me in that sort of way. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to go around looking for a piano to drop on somebody's head. <laughs> or looking no, for an anvil. Same with, yeah, same with... Uh, <laughs> Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote. I'm not going to go and start painting a, a hole on a on a mountain. Another train coming through, through it. it. Yeah, for a tra- <clears throat> you know that's that that really annoys me about stuff like that today. <clears throat> and they've just it had no effect on me. You know, on my my parents because they grew up with it. Tom and Jerry and all that. 
they didn't do anything. It had no effect on me because I remember at school when it was raining, primary school, the big TV would come out. Yep. And we must have had the on wheels. Like, on wheels, yeah. We must have only had about two videos. One of them was Tom and Jerry. And then the other one was uh, a mixture. I think somebody had taped it off the telly and it had like Popeye on it and things like that. But yeah, it had no, no effect on me. I wanted to go out and do violence, <laughs> things like that. I'm Top Cat, uh, yeah. Hannah Barbarian sort of productions and stuff. Nothing. Flintstones. I'm not going to go out looking for a club. Well, whacking somebody on the head. You wanted you to, know. don't get me wrong. Would no, it? but it's no, it's just ridiculous today. So I've written, um, one, two, three, four. I've written five cartoons. Okay. Um, we can always save yours for a, another day. Yeah, yeah, no worries. We've got something to talk about. Um, so my five, in no particular order. So the only one that isn't animal uh, orientated, I suppose. That's probably not the right term I'm thinking of. Uh, terminology. I don't know. I'm just using up big words now to sound important. Uh, Raggy Dolls. No, never watched it. Never watched Raggy Dolls? No. Jeez, you've, you've missed out. Raggy Dolls was a great show. Had... Um, I want to say Derek Beaton, but it wasn't Derek Beaton because that was—I think that was Desmond. Unless I'm confusing names, I'm, I could be confusing names. But he basically did all, pretty much most of the kids' show theme tunes back in the day. Oh. <clears throat> that was English. So um, we had like the old uh, look and read shows, like uh, Geordie Racer and Through the Dragon's Eye and things like that. If Never you're, heard of them. yeah, they used to, it wasn't like mid, you know, when you used to watch TV at school, if they put on like a kid's TV thing on, or did they not do that with you? No, not with us. No, they just brought out the big telly with yeah, the same the, video tapes. Well, certain, I think it was like Thursdays or something like that. They used to have a thing like BBC schools at a time. And they always used to have like a show. So they'd always um, have everyone from like the school or certain years. You'd go in the, the sports hall or school hall or whatever it was. They'd wheel the big TV out and they'd put BBC Two on and they'd play this uh, show that was on. So some will know what I'm talking about. Uh, Geordie Racer, which was about pigeons. That was a racing pigeon. Um, you had one that was called Through the Dragon's Eye. Can't remember too much about it, but I, I remember it was like one of the, the first um, things you watched in school on a on the TV that wasn't well known. Uh, but it was all like look and read kind of things at the time, okay. which was really, I, I used to like it. I always used to finish like on a cliffhanger. And everyone always used to go, ah, because it was finishing. Uh, So that was good. Uh, So we'll cross Raggy Dolls out because you haven't seen it. Uh, But for those that do, you remember how good it was with uh, 
I think it was Patch, Back to Front, Sad Sack. <laughs> and there's a couple of us. It was basically Sad Sack. That's what he. That's what he's called. Sad Sack. <laughs> oh, that's a euphemism. <sighs> it was basically. <laughs> I, I'm sure you've had a few Sad Sacks. Um, it was basically like what I'll come on to in a second, where it was literally the like. Um... Oh, I'm blanking. So it was pretty much like all these kids' toys, and then they'd have like one defective thing about them, so they chuck them, and the rejects. They all ended up in the rejects bin, which is part of the the actual theme song. Um, and then together they were the the raggy dolls because oh, right, okay. they were particularly the nicest looking and all that aesthetically please pleasing. Is I suppose the the term. Yeah. I'm not surprised when they like sad sack. Uh, oh, it it was a good show though. Right. Okay. I'll take your word. Um, so I've I've just seen kind of like how what time it is. So we've probably got enough to put in one more. Uh, and I will end on. I'm stuck between four at the moment. Right. Okay. So I will draw. So I've numbered one to four. Give me a number between seven. One four. Between one and four. Seven. One. Seven. Seven. No, hang on. Let me finish. Seven to eight, four. Three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heathcliff. The cat. Oh, the little ginger cat. Yeah. yeah. Which. Uh, having listened to a show quite le- recently, said was a poor man's uh, Garfield. Yeah, it was. It was a complete rip-off of Garfield, but it was better. Mm, the show may not have been as good as Garfield. However, the theme tune for Heathcliff is a banger, if anything. And you're going to turn around and say, I can't remember the theme tune. Heathcliff, Heathcliff, da 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 da. Okay. Da, 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 da. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It still holds up today, that theme tune for me. <laughs> I will happily listen to that for hours because I love that theme tune. It was, it was a good theme tune. It's the same with like Inspector Gadget's theme tune. Yes. Though I think I'd take Heathcliff over it. Yeah, yeah probably. Especially just, the, the extended version of it. Yeah, but it's just like, for memorability, oh, yeah. Inspector Gadget, it just, you know, instantly just... It's just some some shows, you know, got stuck in your head. It's um, Thundercats. Thundercats, for me, got stuck in my head. And Transformers, you know, they just had those... Kind of, uh, kind of just like theme tunes that would get in mask. If you do, have you ever heard of mask? Which which one? M A S, M A S K, and they wore like a special mask. They had a special going off and saving the day. Say so, because you slightly went off. Are you talking about like the Jim Carrey one? Or no, no, no. This was a. a Kids oh, the, show, cartoon called Mask, yeah, both, M-A-S-K. Yeah. And 
I know what mask is. No, because um, oh, it used to spell out something, and they'd have like a cars or something like that. Yeah, they had special cars, a motorbike or helicopter yeah. and stuff like that, and they'd go off, you know, yeah, fighting the villains and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But that, but that theme tune for that was like a a pretty, you know, a memorable one for me personally. Hmm. Um, like um, oh god, what's the other one that was? Thing. See, it's that memorable. I've forgotten. Um, oh, Thomas oh. Tank Engine and stuff. Thomas Tank Engine, I yeah. loved. I Especially loved if Tank Ringo Starr was. Oh, yeah. Ringo Starr, legend. He was the voice of Thomas Tank Engine in, in those days. But that had a memorable, you know, sort of thing. Like, uh, Fireman Sam as well, for, yep. you know, for that age as well. It's just something that would just stick in your head. Here's one for you. Did you have a favourite episode of um, Thomas the Tank Engine? Oh, I or, or is there any episode that sticks out the most? Um, the one I've, that sticks out is when... They I've were, got three in my head. There was Bertie the Bus had come on the scene, I think, and they were having a race. Thomas and, and Bertie the Bus. I don't remember that. That episode sticks out. And then uh, Annabelle and Clarabelle had gone mental. They just lost the plot and were being very, very naughty. And uh, Thomas was trying to get hold of them. And then the troublesome trucks. Oh, um, the you know the the coal trucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I remember. I just can't think of their names. Yeah, I was it Terence, but it wasn't Terence. No, was, he was that, his, was. that was another train. Engine. Yeah, uh, but the troublesome trucks. They just threw themselves off. The, they just derailed themselves. Mm. Now, why would you do that? I don't know. Oh, that's the, cold. The ones I remember was um, Percy and Harold in the race. Yeah. To which, which makes me laugh because Ringo, being a well-known musician, I mean, I know he was a drummer and he did have one song at least with the Beatles. But when he tries to sing at the end of one episode... He sounds terrible. To which I can still remember the lyrics of the song, and that's how bad it was. Was it how how the helicopter claims uh, that trains are old and out of date and the helicopter could easily beat them in a race or something like that? And Percy's driver says, oh, there's Harold, let's race him. (laughs) (laughs) Which is so... Ridiculous, but yeah. at the time, and then he ends up winning Percy because Harold's not found anywhere to land. And then it says the driver scrambles to the top of Percy and starts singing, to which he does, but it sounds so bad when he sings. It's, it's almost like he wants to sing, but he doesn't want to, so yeah. he's caught between that two <laughs> things. Probably wasn't in his contract, <laughs> probably. Oh, you have to sing this last bit, what? You have not paid me enough to sing the rest of this. <laughs> I'm Ringo Star. He was. I've he was just, the best voice. I've just for gave it. you ten hours of my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now you want me to sing. <laughs> well, I remember when I was a kid, because I was a big fan of Thomas, they had, uh, there's a, a heritage railway up <clears throat> in Cumbria, Haverthwaite, and they actually had Thomas, the tank engine's there. 
Percy mm. was there, Thomas was there, and you could actually go and ride on them from Haverthwaite up to Windermere. And uh, there's a, I got a picture. I was only, God, I must have only been about four or five or something. And I got put on top of Percy, and it was quite high up. And then I am crying because it, I, I, I didn't like heights. And then the picture they've got is me with my arms out in my little one suit with my hat on and stuff. And I'm there crying. And I think it was my daddy took the picture of just me at that point. And uh, he had the fat controller there as part of the proceedings. And he had the, the full proper outfit, the, the top hat and tails. And he actually looked like the fat controller, whoever was playing him. And uh, he had the cane as well. It, Oh, I remember that. Oh, that day was brilliant. And they had James as well, the engine, James. A little red engine. Oh, I just... <clears throat> now you've you've talked about that, you've, you've just mentioned a joke that someone mentioned in work earlier. All right. Oh, I like jokes. Uh, so I'm probably going to crucify this joke. But it was someone going on about his... <clears throat> This person walks into a pub and he's walking with two chips under his arm, like helping him walk. And someone says, uh, why have you got two chips to, to walk with? And he says, uh, they're McCain's. Hmm. Okay. It's so bad it had us laughing at work. Right, okay. Normally it's me who's the one who's got all the bad jokes. Oh, you've not seen my jokes. I've written them. No, you've not heard mine then. No, and we're not going to because we are going to draw this episode to a close. Thank the Lord. Because uh, we've been chatting for nearly an hour and 30. Though when I edit this, it won't be. Um, mainly because I started this recording a bit earlier than I wanted to. So I will have to do some editing. <laughs> with that said uh i don't know if paul is going to be in a position to record a show he's always in a position he, mm -hmm, yes um we are hoping in the near future to have someone else uh, join us who is promised to join us and has yet to do so so if he's listening to this, you know who you are. Uh, we also had someone else message, or actually tell me and someone else that he is going to jump on this podcast eventually. Uh, someone we have referenced a few times, uh, mainly with uh, on the poll in my show, at least. Hmm. Um. I'm sure Woody will look forward to when that day comes, when he mm -hmm. actually turns up. Most definitely. Because <clears throat> I get the feeling it was probably going to be like a mini wrestling show or something like that. Uh, at least something we can all chat about. Um, my voice is slightly going hoarse. Uh, nothing to do with the fact that I'm wearing a horse's head. Um, <laughs> but uh, we will draw the line there and reconvene next week well at least with uh, mr wood head or mr woody don't know i keep putting a gap between wood and head um probably don't want to know either 
No. But that said, um, that is the, as I say, the end of this episode. Uh, thank you for listening. Oh, no, we'll bring on. I was going to say you wanted to bring something up, but we'll do that next week. All it is is just to mention that the Eden project in Morecambe has been given the green light. So Morecambe will be getting a greenhouse, which I personally am not keen on, but hey ho, who am I to say anything about it? But that was it. And that was a statement from the Morecambe Bay <clears throat> Woodhead. Yes, so for the seventh time, thank you for listening. Uh, we have no anywhere for you to leave comments, uh, unless you want to give us feedback on Spotify or whatever platform you're listening to, because it does help. Um, sorry, it's a longer episode than normal. Uh, we will try and cut it down for next time. But that said, it's a... Good afternoon from me. And it's a good afternoon from him.